0: i Hi guys, and welcome back to Gav Gyan, your favorite podcast with your two talkative Indian girls. We're your host Ananya Srivatsan.
1: I'm Dishani Mukherjee, and this podcast is in association with Glasgow University Indian Society. In this podcast, we discuss our journeys and anecdotes as the Indian diaspora here at Glasgow and our experiences and how we've grown up um, in an Indian culture today me and Ananya have a very special episode um,
0: about fashion. Yeah so um, we always just pick things to talk about and today Ishani and I thought why not talk about fashion. So we'll get right into the podcast today starting with question 1 uh you know ishani fashion is such a great part of any culture and you know indian culture especially so what do you know about the way we dress or our dressing culture and what do you think about indian clothing styles or fashion is so unique and you know what makes it special for you well i think if it
1: i think you would agree partly as well uh Growing up, I think I would just take my mother's dupatta and just dress up in a sari and it was like, you know, have the cinematic moment of flipping the hair with the <laughs> wind blowing and just pretending to be a Bollywood actress sort of thing. So um, I think it's that kind of fashion, the Indian, um, you know, outfits like kurtas and just wearing simple little things like a dubatta, like a stole or something is something Mm -hmm. that's been ingrained in me since I was a kid. So I think that's very personal to me. But I think Mm -hmm. just in general in India, uh, that's something that's taught to us since a kid. Of course, clothing is something that's, um, you know, you Develop into it so, uh, mm-hmm. things like saris and like wearing colorful bindis
0: yeah. and
1: all sorts of like um shimmering colors, uh, in, in a ghagra or in a lehenga. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't understand what a lehenga is A lehenga is a skirt but a bit longer And it's got a long You know you can twirl around it And it's got a long sort of It's got detailed work on it depending on colours And depending on different types of works So I think as I grew up I then understood the amount of work And craftsmanship that goes Mm -hmm. into Making the cloth The different kinds of fabric that are there I still can't differentiate between A chiffon sari and a I don't know (laughs) like a normal <laughs> sari, but uh, I think I do appreciate the work that goes in there and it's it's very much a part of our culture to sort of um, or the rather the Indian culture to sort of um, in an occasion of say a wedding or something to sort of wear different kinds of colors like mm-hmm. red is seen as auspicious sort of in Hinduism. Um, I know green is something that um, people who are in Islam uh, specifically in India from what I've seen and um, so it's different colors have different sort of connotations to them so I think mm-hmm. that's what fashion is uh, in India it's very much a part of our everyday lives and it shows our moods our thoughts our uh, you know choices little mm-hmm. things we do that sort of thing. What about you Ananya? What What are your thoughts on sort of what Indian fashion is?
0: I mean, I wouldn't say I'm not fashion forward, but I wouldn't say I'm very fashion forward either. But when it comes to Indian fashion <laughs> or like Indian like clothing, the industry, I think as one of the first people to ever have silk and cotton exports, that textiles mean a lot. To Indian tradition, Indian mm-hmm. culture. They've been mm-hmm. such a big part of who we are as a nation. And mm-hmm. you see it even in clothes today. Like when you go sari shopping, it's not like when you go shirt shopping, it's like everything is made of like one type of material and it's just a different design. But in uh-huh. sari shopping or in or shopping, like you correctly said, everything matters. Like you can dye two different textiles in the same color but it'll look completely different depending Yeah, on... yeah, you
1: know, like Bandani sort of stuff. Yeah, like exactly. It's tie-dye, but it's like traditional tie-dye.
0: Yeah, and um, a lot of Indian sarees are still handmade, traditionally weaved. Somebody sits and spends and makes sure that every single string mm-hmm. is in the right place for like a traditional hand-woven saree or they sit and do embroidery on each and every langa, and it's like such a you like you said you can appreciate the craftsmanship and the time and energy and creativity mm-hmm. taken to create something such a you know beautiful piece of artwork almost on many Indian saris or Indian langas. and um, for me I guess like you said fashion is something that you get with time like as you age grow up you figure out what your style is and what you want to wear as you said there's always been a romanticism for like standing in the moon mm-hmm. and having a tupata fly away <laughs> as like your lover is going away on the train like you know there's always been a romanticism that Bollywood has created but I've also loved you know going and looking for especially in the past few years when I've started dis- dressing myself just you mm-hmm. know what colors do I want to wear or what like fabric or like what design and like as someone that does draw and was considering fashion as something that I wanted to do I just <laughs> there's so much that I can appreciate in like the architectural structure of a sari. like when you think about it it's just a long piece of cloth it's just six yards seven of, yards right yeah six yards of just cloth and, <laughs> <laughs> and the way in every in every single state, there's a different way in which they tie those six yards, and that's just it fascinates me. I'm just like,
1: and I think it's also seen like as a way of um, giving things on. So your mom would sort of give you her favorite sari or her wedding sari yeah. or her sort of acquired sari from her mother, and it's um it's a valued inheritance that we get, and it's it's sort of like keeping the
0: culture close. Yeah, and I mean I cannot talk much for men's fashion because I haven't worn any but I also know that there's a lot of tradition in men's fashion included like you know there's like the turbans that we wear which is all part of like our fashion or like you know the way in which we are uh, carry ourselves the way we dress and for both men and women in fact in South Indian societies um, at home if you're married you wear your sari a different way then if you're not married and so fashion was has always been changing I feel in our culture especially absolutely and I
1: think for, for different for the different you know it's like India is like a multicultural world so it has different sort of states with different sort of um, ideas on how things look for them uh, and um I think I've lived in about seven to eight states so I know that you know for a fact like you're saying so South India has like a very distinct fashion and then like the well with... <laughs> 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 like for even for men I think um the kurtas have different kind of styles the kaftans have different kind of styles mm-hmm. um the sort of you know, they I've seen some really older men like my dad has this, um, beautifully done up like a Punjabi, it's called a Punjabi, which in Bengali is sort of like a you wear a Punjabi in a traditional way, so it's like you know, Zamindas would sort of wear dhoti and a kurta on top, so that sort of thing, yeah, it still has stayed and it's but it's perpetually like carrying history forward. So I think
0: mm-hmm. men's
1: fashion is elaborate as well, yeah,
0: and um, I think with our culture both men and women do have very elaborate fashion styles especially mm-hmm. traditionally like it may seem like you know it's been shabbily done or you know it's uh, something that anybody could do or that it's not really fancy if you compare it to like I don't know a 12 length like a 12 foot gown with a train and you know diamond studs but there's so much culture there's so much history and there's so much tradition I think to do with Indian fashion
1: absolutely now and, and and that's like the perfect segue to our first segment that is um, googly <clears throat> and uh, so here we go but have, if you've seen the interviews of Google correct we write if uh, some, if Indian fashion or why Indian fashion or what is Indian fashion, and then you know, Google Autocorrect just fills in something in and we can answer that for you. So Nanya, do you want to give it a go? Yeah,
0: sure. So I'm literally just typing in what Indian fashion. And the first thing that comes up is what is Indian fashion? So I think <laughs> we answer this question very well with um, answering our first question. But I think... Indian fashion while we spoke a lot about how it's very traditional very very uh, more recently we've been seeing or since the 80s 90s we've been seeing that a lot of people have been choosing to step into west the western world and choose clothes Mm -hmm. from that are not traditionally Indian but with Indian styles and motifs and like inspiration so you'll be wearing a crop top that has like I don't know a quota print on it or you'll be wearing like jeans that have like block print which is something that's very traditionally Indian so I feel like we're kind of merging the two or like what we understand Mm -hmm. from you know western culture or western clothing styles and then we're putting our own Indian Mm -hmm. touch like you know uh, a beautiful silk kurti with like a slit down the middle or a v-neck you're like now many indian clothing brands have started to you know have dresses with indian prints and i think that's exactly what we need to see for fashion because fashion is creativity so merging two things three things like different styles cuts designs prints that's what fashion is all about and that's what i feel like indian fashion is today uh, Ishani, do you Absolutely. want to do a question?
1: Um, okay. Let me just Google Um. is Indian... Why is Indian fashion colorful? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Ananya already said why it is but yeah. i'd also add that you know um i think that the different colors sort of represent um the different moods thoughts or the traditions or the festival that's going mm-hmm. or, or the sort of place you come from it's just i think it, it's nothing particularly but indian fashion really has a like a a ginormous amount of colors in them Mm -hmm. when you start from kurtas to saris to you know freaking shawls or your uh, the pattas they all have different kind of works in them they all have different kind of colors in them and all of them like for example for a wedding somebody else would be given you know sort of a different colored charara or something and then I could just wear a like a plain sort of different colored uh, kurta on top of it mm-hmm. or it's just I think um, brilliant how different colors sort of um, are a part of the fashion sort of thing here. I don't know the correct terms because I'm not a fashion person <laughs> but but I can sort of guarantee that that is mostly because uh, we, we have had colors for a really long time yeah. in
0: all of our sort of fashion. I, I think like you begin to mention there was like Different colors mean different things. Like most weddings, they were red or at funerals, we were white. Or you're never supposed to gift somebody something that's black. And it's just different colors mean different things. And I think, like you said, time tried tradition, we've always had like different occasions for stuff. And that's just how we are. Like, and I think
1: like festivals have sort of um, made us uh, inclined towards colours and stuff. So you know, in Holi you'll just wear plain white, and then you're painted in colours, yeah. literally. And then Diwali you're wearing something sparkly, shiny. Mm-hmm. And then you've got um, Christmas, you'll be wearing something you know that's fuzzy, warm. But you know, um, maybe just a shawl that's different colours or something that's dark and damp. And, uh, underneath it, it's very bright. So it just really depends on you know how the person. I think it's very individualistic, but I think we. Ananya would agree that we're generally just really colorful mm-hmm. people.
0: <laughs> That's very true. We're very color- colorful people. Um, I think we can go straight. To our next question so uh this is kind of more personal than our first question um and ashani i want to know how you think india has changed w- with its fashion sense or with its styling has it changed has it not changed and um you know what are the societal implications of how our fashion has been changing like the change of the fashion industry and the change of our society
1: well you know I'll tell you what it's it's really honestly like the only constant in our lives especially now I think is is change so um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: whether that's you know looking into things that um, you know that we used to wear in 90s like I just you know I was on a conversation with another <laughs> and I called 90s fashion hideous and she said no of course not. <laughs> it's you know it's like this it's like that and I think that's kind of pretty I would totally rock this so I think it, it really is a sort of um, perspective uh, visualization so fashion in the 90s for me would have been a little well um, I don't know if I would rock that but for other people maybe it's something that they would like wearing so it's a, it's a, it's it's based on change but I think things keep coming back um, time and again in terms of fashion so some things from 90s are incorporated back again like i wear bell-bottom pants mm-hmm. um with a kurta, so Retros, they yeah. sort of um, mm-hmm. fit well so that's that thing i think fashion never sort of um, remains the same but as for like how the society perceives it i think it's it's Absolutely deep seated, like I said. So, fashion in terms of wearing clothes every day, sort of portray the moods of people, Mm -hmm. what the occasion is, or sort of um, how they're feeling. And I think a lot of fashion is, you know. as, as, as you know in the later part of 90s in America would have been is similar in India sort of like a revolution in itself so mm-hmm. you're rebelling against sort of changing times you're wearing jeans on a kurta and you're sort of anglicizing how an Indian fashion would look like mm-hmm. um, so you're sort of taking into the soft power of the world and um, trying to find a middle ground between Indian fashion and the western sphere and I think a lot of people accept it uh people like me would sort of go like, Whoa, that's that's really nice. How do you just wear a sharara and a crop top on top? Mm-hmm. That's just wow. Or how do you if, you know some boys, uh some men bloggers I've seen they wear a kurta and and you know shorts underneath and I'm like, Wow, that's a good look for a beach. Yeah. Um, and uh it's 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 appreciative and it's at the same time it's kind of uh it's like wow how when did this change happen and for some people i think they just really can't accept them and so as a result of which they start to blame uh the new world order for it but i think um with time these are the only the, this is something that will never change but in India's been sort of very, very um, accepting with all kinds of fashion. I think the most affordable fashion um, in Indian clothes I've seen sort of ex- accept the westernized fusion. Like, you know, I used to buy clothes from Fab India and they had like absolute wacky prints mm-hmm. from 90s in, in their stuff. So, yeah, that's that's what I think. What do you think, Ananya? Do you think fashion is sort of... Um, Like as as I would claim, has sort of had um, some sort of um, impact on how we see things in society, or does society see fashion as a part of it, and and you know reciprocates that. I think
0: um, my mom was actually telling me the other day that um, so her parents' village or her yeah father's village uh, when she used to go there as a little girl, she would had there never been anybody in the village that wore any, like any woman that wasn't wearing a sari, or any woman that wasn't wearing mm-hmm. like a pavada. So a pavada is like a floor length skirt and a, mm-hmm. a blouse, like a top. So that's what goody really girls But wear. a long one, and yeah. And then once they become teenagers or uh, get married, they wear sarees. Yeah. And so she was telling me, nobody would wear anything that's not a sari. And I go there, I go to the her, my grandpa's village today And (laughs) I see people in jeans, I see girls in kurtis and churidars and she told me like she herself saw the change between like the first girl that entered the village wearing a churidar or like a you know a dupatta and a kurti and the way the entire village like started to accept it as like that you know it's different but it's okay and I think that is continuously happening. Everywhere in the world, and India being a very traditionally conservative country, it obviously is not going to happen as easily or as quickly, in a day, yeah. or as you know the way it may happen in any other country. But I think we are being accepting. We are working on who we are, and I think again, fashion is about who you are and what you want to express. So. That In that way, India, has, Indian fashion and Indian fashion brands are really one step ahead. And, you know, they're joining different, like I said before, prints and colors and styles and really making it fashion forward. But as a society trying to accept different styles and fashion choices, it will take time. And that's for any culture and for any place in the world. And I think India. Do you think it's like
1: it, you feel like India is sort of, um, you know, because people say that, you know, fashion has sort of become like problematic now because people like us, the millennials, they start to sort of revolutionize how fashion looks traditionally. So do you think India is sort of accepting to it or do you think like there's some sort of social implication to how we dress as millennials now? I think
0: it, there was always a revolution when it comes to fashion. When the first yeah, Indians started yeah. wearing pantsuits or the first Indian men stopped wearing dhotis or stopped wearing kuttas or stopped wearing turbans, it was obviously revolutionary. And it's in that same way it is revolutionary now when a girl chooses to go out go out in shorts or a guy chooses to wear a tank top. Like it is always going to be revolutionary. It's just that yeah. since we as Uh, Gen Z are experiencing it now we think it's more revolutionary than anything else but it would have been the same when the first man a hundred years ago chose to wear a pantsuit instead of a dhoti to work or chose to take off his turban or chose to cut his hair everything about fashion because it's the way we portray ourselves it's the first thing that anybody sees when they look at you it it plays a part in who the impression that you make
1: they see you as yeah
0: and so it's always going to be constantly changing but more than I think even
1: even about people seeing things it's about yourself right so you'd like I would wake up every morning and I would want to dress well because it's something that would make me feel utterly confident of myself. So if I cut my hair and I feel like it looks good, I think we would be capable of rocking an interview. But if, it, if you feel like it doesn't look good and I've sort of crossed my line with a religious significant thing that I shouldn't have done, then the fear itself takes over my body sort of situation. But right? I
0: think that's based on who you are, right? Like, it's what it comes down to your beliefs, but when talking about fashion where, who you are and what you want and people will come to accept. Acceptance will take time, acceptance will take energy and will take effort from both parties and that will happen. India has come a long way from everyone wearing saris all the time to now girls. Or boys mm-hmm. or whatever walking around in a crop top and it will continue to um become more open and i think one thing
1: that i should absolutely mention is that you know with the latest revolution of the lgbtq community uh coming into the fashion format india where you know previously i don't think they had that space now they mm-hmm. do and i've been seeing so many qf fashion um you know lgbtq plus sort of fashion that
0: has been happening yeah
1: gender neutral clothes there's lots and, of um,
0: it's i think indians have always yeah. seen cross-dressing on the streets like it's something that's always been a part of our fashion it's always been part of our history and culture and absolutely yeah see that's something that's very well accepted and so i think
1: i would want to petition today to make cross-dressing a thing in our school life <laughs> where we cross-dress for one day instead of like wearing clothes on our wearing fancy clothes on our birthday so we realize the importance of uh, wearing men's stuff and men realize the importance of wearing women's yeah. stuff or just you know in general fitting into the other shoes
0: practically i mean these days i'm sitting in my pajamas for all my classes but sure <laughs> once <laughs> covid's over or once we're back to classes but it
1: also would like it would sort of like stand like a it would stand like yes i've been into women's clothes and i know or what yes, it feels I've like that's i think that's the first step to or yes i've worn boxers of, from... and i know what
0: it feels like <laughs>
1: well I guess uh, this is going to be our time it was Uh, kind
0: of just a fun conversation for me and Ashani about clothes and what we like to wear and you know how we have experienced fashion in India and um, I hope all of you guys enjoyed it and could reminisce and could relate to some of the stories we've been telling thank you guys so much for listening in as always um we hope you had a good time and come and join us again we're your hosts on your favorite indian talk show and i know she watson
1: and mukuji and that's that time Bye bye
0: <laughs>